When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fan-Sided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Lee Vowell and Todd Vandenberg. Oh, I think we're, I think we're going. I think that's how people are going to hear the show. Probably not the best thing for you. I mean, you, if you scrape them off, you're fine. But if they don't scrape off, then you got to go see a doctor. You know what I'm saying? Joy so, um, anyway, hey, this is the 12thManRising.com Seattle Seahawks podcast. See, am I kind of yelling? It's kind of just you got to scrape pitch. them like off. Talking about scrape. Joey Bosa, you got to scrape them off. Scrape, scrape off that Joey Bosa. Uh, <laughs> apply some uh, heavy dose of Nick Bosa and uh, yeah. All the Bosa's. To me in three days. Bosa. I don't know. Bosa's an interesting name. It is an interesting name. So, let's it's go like ahead Italian and get to Rob Gordon's. Let's do the Rob Gordon's first, and then we'll leave five minutes for the show. Did is you... Uh, huh? What? Bosa? Italian? Bosa is Italian for what, I believe. I believe that's correct. For, for WAP or what? WAP. W-A-T-T. WAP. <laughs> I did not I say the other. I was like, I did not say wop, the other wop. thing. Well, that is my I last name. I did not name. say the other thing. <laughs> I do not wish to go to uh, any form of eternal punishment. So no, I did not say the other speaking thing. Speaking of so speaking of punishment, so uh, I understand October 9th, the the second Monday in October. This is October, right? Um, is is Canadian Thanksgiving Day? Of course, you're now a Canuck, and yeah. and I just feel that it's a uh, just a uh, why why do you feel the need to dismiss the great Chris Columbus so much? Because that's his day. And you guys felt you like know, you had to change. Chris Columbus, Unless it's Thanksgiving good, for Christopher movies, Columbus. Some good movies, but overrated. I mean, if you've seen one teen rom-com, you've seen them all. I'm sorry. That's right. I mean, after saying anything, the catalog is just straight garbage. All so. we do on Canadian Go Thanksgiving on. is sit around watching early Harry Potter films. That's, that's what we do. Then we yeah. box them up the next day. So we have yeah, Boxing after, Day version one. Before, you don't watch them anymore. That's it. I'm done. I only did the first two, right? Yeah. Um. They get the. They get all right. All right. Stanley Kubrick did the third one though, so that's why it stands out. That would be. That's what they should have done. Let them have full control over what was going. Each director, the Wes Anderson film, the Stanley Wes Anderson. Kubrick yeah, one. of course. Why is it? Why is it that when anyone talks? About oh let's do you know some really idiosyncratic well that's why I believe when you look up the word idiosyncratic it has a picture of Wes Anderson it does you know and he likes kids um, <laughs> and the the reason I say that <laughs> is because you know they they had the the Henry Shigar 
film. Yeah. But they actually released, you probably know this, but they released all the ones that he did. Yeah. It's all the same actors and everything on Netflix. And they released them all like a few days later, just all at once. Right. And it's, have you watched it yet? I've, I've watched Henry. I have not watched any of the uh, other three, which explains how they can do a theatrical thing. Although it'd still be a little short because the others are like, what, 17, 20 minutes long. Hours, actually, 18 hours. One of them is. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and they're all the, the actors lose their voice by the end because they're reading the lines. You know, they're reading the book, basically. And the Warhol cut. They sound a lot like uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman at the end of a game. So, mm, after saying multiple favorite. times, oh, the Giants offensive line is banged up. And, oh, this Devin Witherspoon kid's pretty good. I can't remember what else they said. I think they just kept repeating that over and over again. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't remember any of the particular idiocies, but I know it participles. Me off did you say? I, I don't yeah, think they use uh, participles. No, they don't use participles. I know it pissed me off enough that I mentioned two of them in an article I wrote, just because it's like, how can you be that moronic? But you know, anyway, I, I think it's more. I mean, Aikman, I'm not a huge fan of. People seem to really like them, but Aikman, I mean, maybe together people tolerate them. I don't think they're that great. Joe Buck is just. I don't know. It's it's he's better when he's not actually announcing a game. When he's just yeah. talking sports, he's fine. I but totally agree. A, he knows his baseball just without when he's not announcing it. Just I don't know. Anywho, what are we here to talk? Oh, Seahawks. Yeah, that's right. Twelvemanrising.com Seahawks podcast. So uh week four went by and the uh, I didn't see the game, so the Giants won. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Won uh, 38 to 31. I believe close, you're correct. Close game. Yeah, great, great offensive line show by the Giants. Um, no, seriously. I, so I know they were banged up. Yeah. So were the Seahawks. The Seahawks much, had much as, worse. Much yes, worse. Than thank you, Giants. Please espouse on your frivolity of what okay. you were going to say. So frivolity doesn't really work there, the but Seahawks I apologize. Had, had what six plays, I Three. believe. Three plays? No, I don't know. I think it was six plays where they had two of their starting five offensive linemen. Six plays. That's it. Yeah, and, and then Brown played, but he got moved over to guard. He, exactly. Thankfully, he's played guard, but go ahead. Brown, uh, Brown played at- 51%, I think, of his snaps at guard. So, and that's the only starter. So you mean they, they played 49 snaps with no guard? That's crazy. <laughs> they had, yeah, I mean, the offense wasn't good. No, I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat that, right? I mean, they did enough. The Seahawks offense? To win the Seahawks offense. They weren't that good. But understand that they came into the game with two starters on the offensive line. And after six plays, they had one starter on the offensive line. And for half of the game, that one starter was playing out of position, and they had another rookie filling in. Considering that, how many teams would have scored more than a field goal with basically no offensive linemen in position? None of the, like literally half of the game, not a single one of their starting offensive linemen was playing in position. Well, I can think of one team that would score one field goal with a bad offensive line. <laughs> Don't go there. Anyway. I mean, they were just, uh, yeah, so, and which, so this is a shout out to Shane Waldron, first yeah. of all. I mean, the, the offense scored 17 points, right? If you give the extra point to the 
uh, Witherspoon's interception return. Right. So, which was still two touchdowns better than the Giants. Exactly. So Waldron knew what he had. He, and he lost his quarterback during the game as well for a right. short time. Right. Um, knew what he had. Tried to adjust, did adjust as best he could, and then you know they they the only issue I had with Waldron is when they got the ball back with like around ten or eleven minutes in the fourth quarter and they threw three straight passes. It's like you just you're gonna win the game, just run the ball, eat the clock. It was like what are you yeah. doing? Didn't make I don't understand sense. why they still. I mean, they've gotten much better. Same thing about they that. did in the Rams game. Exactly. Nothing, it was a different situation, but it was almost just as bad because you gotten, you could have run the clock down to seven minutes. And been like, okay, well, there. Yeah, in the Rams game, they just like, oh, well, we're down by two scores. We can't run the ball. Like, what? But they sent all the running backs to the locker room. Might as well have. Don't even come out. That's what they told them. I mean, you know, so thankfully, that was just one series where we saw that kind of, uh, I'm not sure what to call that. It's not quite idiocy, but it's like, come on, what are you doing? Yeah, maybe they felt like. We're we're gonna win. There's nothing that's gonna change that outcome at this point. Maybe we could just run a few plays we haven't. I mean, which seems. I mean, I guess you could do it in that case. But that's not what they did. They, I don't no. really know what they were trying to do. To be honest, I don't know. And it it does. It is kind of mind-boggling why they'll go to that uh, on yeah. occasion. But luckily, we didn't see that much of it. And really, it's like again, you're playing yeah, they with. Had to put Drew back in the game to fix the issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The very definition of a patchwork line is like, well, let's throw the ball a lot. And like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, that, and that makes they no didn't sense. go long all that often, which they no. haven't all year long, maybe because of the offensive line or whatever it is. It'll right. be interesting to see what happens when, when they actually get healthy, if they try to go long a little bit more. Maybe they should just, I don't know. Oh, I'm quite sure they will. Yeah. I mean, well, hopefully we'll see. At least they could use that. But um, yeah, it, it just as really the star of the show and star of the whole season so far has been Andy Dickerson, the offensive line coach, because yes. the backups come in and they're not, they're not bad. I mean, you know, they're not great. They're not perfect by any stretch, but they also aren't the giants offensive line and every player that comes yeah. into the game, they don't, they don't mess up. They're not like, Oh, here's a false no. start and blah, blah, blah. They know what they're doing. They have a clear idea of what they're supposed to be doing. Um, so my fear with this is Dickerson next year is like, oh, you know, some I see what this guy if we see it, other NFL teams see it clearly. And they're like, oh, you want to be our O.C.? And uh, just, exactly. I'm afraid of that, too. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully the Seahawks say, hey, uh, how about we double your salary? And, you know, you're very, our assistant. very Scrooge of you. You're you're our assistant offensive coordinator. You know, give him more responsibility, give him more money. But. Yeah, so far, you posted on the 12th Man Rising Facebook page. It's like, is this guy the MVP? And they're like, yeah. I mean, I schedule all those posts. I'm drunk when I'm doing it. I really don't even know when I'm. There's probably (laughs) some. uh, He was still in his Rams uniform. Actually, the photo I could only get was was him of that, which made sense. The other ones wouldn't let me. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, he's clearly the the MVC, the most valuable coach. I mean, there's no doubt. Yeah, the, the second half of the Rams game the offensive line i mean that was kind of but it had just happened so current foresight they weren't exactly great in the second half of the rams game but again it had just happened but other than that and it's not like they were awful i mean to your point 
in the second half of the Rams game, they weren't as bad as the Giants offensive line in this entire game. Right? No. And sorry they didn't give they didn't inter- five sacks in one quarter like the Giants did. Five sacks on three plays. Um, <laughs> I uh, you mentioned the Seahawks Facebook page. Um yeah. or the the twelfth and rising Facebook page where we cover the Seahawks. I, I'm going to forget about this by the time we get to it, but we'll talk the Gino potential injury, whatever uh, yeah. thing in just a minute. But I noticed that um, I, I posted and we wrote an article and it was Gino Smith, right? To slam the Giants for dirty play. Mm-hmm. One of the responses says, not happy about capital F, fine. This, there's no, I mean, it's Joyce in. There's no punctuation. No happy <laughs> about fine the guy of the dirty unfair tackle period NFL are dummy not reviewing the case why find the good guy who play right for the game now I think that Charlie Day as as <laughs> playing Charlie on it's always sunny probably wrote that because it sounds Probably. I can see Glenn Howerton's character Dennis trying to read that like he did the the whole I'm running for office thing. It yeah, was just yeah. like, what? What are you saying? What? <laughs> I think yeah, it almost makes me have a stroke. But to the sentiment, I agree. Yeah, I mean, how oh, often do you see the sentiment? Okay, uh, yeah. I, I did. How how often do you see Gino get up? And several people on social media said, "It's like, calm down, Gino." And it's like, okay, if Gino is hot about something, how often do we see Gino get upset? And and let it carry over to the next play, like next, almost next never. Yeah, virtually never. I, I think he had, had good reason to be upset about the play. Yeah. yeah. No. I, yeah. Yeah. But and Daniel Jones had a right to be upset. Well, I. So it gets yeah. complicated with the Giants' offense, which we don't care about, obviously. But and their offensive line wasn't as banged up as the Seahawks, but they were no. atrocious. But some of this, yeah. some of the credit needs to go to Clint Hurt for designing, well, for Devin Witherspoon's presence on the earth. <laughs> and then Daniel Jones, I, I don't know what the Giants are thinking when they paid this guy $40 million a year. I mean, that one pass yeah. to that Witherspoon picked off and ran back for a touchdown Witherspoon was there. If he'd led the guy in bounds, I think Witherspoon just kind of was baiting him a little bit. I don't think he would have intercepted the ball if Jones would have led the guy in or yeah. Darren Waller was open, but he didn't. Anyway, that wasn't right. what he was doing. I mean, that happens all the time. But he he threw it behind the guy into Witherspoon, and Witherspoon was just like, okay, thank you. Um, and then got outrun by Reek Woolen running 22 miles an hour down the field. I guess you heard Witherspoon's comments after the game, right? Where he was, he was, oh, the interception was great, but, uh, you know, he's basically kind of peeved, jokingly peeved at, uh, at Reek Woolen for making him look slow. Because... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, let's go, let's go back briefly about why they, why the Giants paid Daniel Jones all that money, because they like, they like the idea of having a mobile quarterback and he is mobile. He ran for 66 yards. I mean, he 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 was the rushing off. He was the offense for the Giants. Absolutely, yeah. that was it. And if Saquon, sorry to interrupt you, but Saquon Barkley plays, they're not any better. No, they showed that last Saquon Barkley exactly. What would they? Have, what would Barkley have gotten? Thirty-five yards. That would have been a good game for Saquon Barkley. Like no one is running against the Seahawks. The running backs aren't. The quarterbacks, they're able to get some yardage, right? Because it's not designed to stop running quarterbacks. 
and that's okay because I think they need to run him more. Most honestly, most quarterbacks are not going to be running like Daniel Jones did. But okay, fine. He ran for 66 yards. That's not good. But he also lost 67 yards on the sacks. Yeah. Is that well? And, and <laughs> some of them, some of them weren't his fault. Some of them he didn't were. because he was he was only sacked 10 times as that wide receiver was sacked yeah. once. So. Well, I mean, he, some of those he just, I mean, the yeah. Witherspoon corner blitzes he had, I mean, right. there was nothing. I mean, the thing about Witherspoon that makes him different, well, lots of things, obviously, but one thing that makes him different compared to other players is when he, he doesn't hesitate, boom. I mean, no. he has like Jamal Adams' ability to know when the ball is going to be snapped, and he he's beeline fast he doesn't hesitate at all and that's you know some players will be like okay i'm blitzing but he's like i'm going to this guy even when the the time he jones threw it out of bounds but witherspoon kept rushing chasing him out of bounds on another corner blitz yeah and he was still going to catch up with jones it was like he there's no it's just like he's full out all the time which is and and extremely talented at the same time you just don't see that yeah that's what you want but a lot of players they they just don't have the ability. I mean, it sounds oh, no. weird, but he, they don't have the ability or a few don't have the desire. That's you know. true. Um, and in some cases, you know, they're conserving their energy for the big plays. And oh, that makes sense, too. You know, I'm, but Spoon is different. <laughs> that's that's about the all you really need to say. Spoon is a different player. For yeah. sure. and, and let me say the part that people are talking about a little bit. That's crap. And, and maybe they're just doing it jokingly, but they're talking about like, oh, he's got more sacks than Jalen Carter because people have been. Yeah. Well, that's not fair to either player, really. It's like Witherspoon, his position is not designed to get sacks. He got sacks because of his ability, sure, but he's only doing it on blitzes. Jalen Carter's position really isn't to get sacks either. I mean, if he does, great, but really, you know, he's supposed to eat blocks and supply some interior pressure while the edge rushers get the sacks. So it's that's kind of unfair to both players. I've seen that, but it's like, but, but I still, it, but it is funny. It's it's funny, but if people mean it, it's like uh, well, that's two different things. Um, I've seen a lot of dumb stuff. I posted a thing on uh, should Jamal Adams get uh, disciplined for right because and i didn't make that up the there's been multiple espn multiple mbc sports right. have had multiple reports saying oh the nfl is looking into whether adam should get disciplined either a fine or suspension i don't know for screaming at the the neurologist at the on the sidelines and so i wrote that in the the title of the article is should and my whole article is like the guy was concussed and probably had no awareness of what he's doing. And he, he yeah. obviously put out a genuine apology about it. So it's like, right. oh, he shouldn't get a discipline. But some people are like, no, this, this is stupid. It's like, do you not read the new? If you read only 12th Mountain Rising, thank you, but that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. As, as, yeah, and I liked your article about the situation, about that situation, which was, again, before the apology. And absolutely agree. It was a sincere apology. As someone who's had a concussion, very mild, you yourself can attest concussions can mess up a person's thought processes. And I'm and, concussed right now. And uh, this is the Patriots show, right? Hey, Jason Jackson's back. Woo. <laughs> yeah. How did that trade? Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, 
should he be fined? And it's like, well, yeah, probably. But it's not, he's not going to be mm-hmm. paying a million dollar fine or something like that. It's like, he was concussed. I can see he's like, no, don't find him because, you know, take the situation, you know, and consider what he was going through at the time or just say, he's like, listen, we don't care. It's like, you shouldn't be doing that, whatever. It's like, it's a minimal amount and it's going to go to charity. I don't really care if he's fined for that. I yeah, really I mean, in, in that situation, then I felt, I mean, I hate to say it because he was concussed, but then I felt probably needs to do something. Otherwise, you'll have players doing that. Could exactly doing that all the time that's exactly that's unfair to the unaffiliated doctor that's working trying to look out for the best of the players he has no stake in right. it. he's not a giants fan you know whatever um yeah somebody somebody on facebook responded to that by by i don't know there's a lot of stupid responses um as always oh they were they were like oh you know you pay this guy that's uh, so much for after 2020, when he had all those sacks, and now you want to find him for this? I'm thinking it's not the yes. Seahawks that are finding him, though. It's the yeah, NFL. It's not the Seahawks <laughs> that are finding him. And if it was the Seahawks, yes. If you do something that's inappropriate, it doesn't matter how long you've been waiting to get back to, you know, like it was inappropriate. Again, mm-hmm. personally, you know, okay, I would find him, but I would find him. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Three dollars and fourteen cents. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would just say, hey, come check for pie. You know, g- g- give it to a children's hospital. Because C- you know, extenuating circumstances, definitely. Not that the fact he'd been out so long and that he was frustrated, but the fact that the very fact that why he couldn't come back in the game probably affected his response because he was freaking concussed. Right. He did not need to be back out on the field. Because when have you seen that? I mean, when have you yeah, seen yeah. him do that towards anybody? He's he always, Never. no matter what you think about Jamal Adams, the guy's usually extremely positive and yeah. seems like a good dude. Totally. So. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of Jamal Adams and people are just like, oh, he's not worth it. And, you know, all this other crap that people say, because frankly, they're ignorant. I mean, that's pretty. I mean, if, the, if they're upset that he's not playing and that the money you're spending is going mostly to a guy who's not playing, I can see it. 
But I think where you're, I, I think I know where you're going with this. So I, but, but I just want to interject. It's his fault. They act as if it's like he True. chose to do this. It's like, are you that freaking stupid? Well, he's never been hurt, Todd. Okay, he's just doesn't want to play. He's just it's, acting out there. Clearly, that's that's what it is, right? Did you see that one time he got hurt in week one last year? Hurt his leg, and then they showed him on the sidelines, and he's just like doing that spinny bike thing and waving to the fans. It's like, yeah. come on, he's not even hurt. Yeah, totally. So fake. Um, speaking of, of hurt, uh, so Isaiah Simmons, who used to play for the Cardinals, now plays for the Giants, tackled yeah. Geno Smith inbounds while they yep. were both going out of bounds. And then he did that weird twisty move and landed yep. on the back of Geno's leg. So this gets twofold. Is that Geno? Is that Geno texting you? Sound like I heard a text. Nope. No texts. This is Isaiah Simmons? Because if it's Isaiah Simmons, we can call him right now and have him on the show. He's on. He's 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 running his mouth, you know. But do you think it was do you think it was a quote unquote dirty play which Gino backed up in the post game press conference versus what he said on the field after the game? Um, and then we'll get into something else after that. I think it was not quite like I don't think it was an intentional. I don't think I think it was just in the moment. I don't think he like purposely dove for the back of his legs. Uh, so, maybe uh, he did, but it's really hard to. Some plays they're really obvious, you know. Yeah. Someone goes for someone's knees and. Not the back of their knees, but the front of their knees, you know, or they they we've seen it where they they grab a guy's leg and they twist rather than just trying to bring the player down. Yeah. Or or maybe somebody just that's letting a ball die in front of them as the punt returner just standing there and then get annihilated by somebody who's from the other team in front of an official. (laughs) Yeah. That whole. Anyway. Sorry, I don't want to get y'all. No, 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 no. Yeah, we press. We probably should talk about that and talk about officiating. But as I posted on Facebook, like NFL officiating is so egregiously terrible. And then I remember that Angel Hernandez has a job with Major League Baseball. And it's like, That's... take a breath. <laughs> Can you imagine that guy in the NFL? I. Uh, oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me to say that that was deliberate, but Gino thought it was. It's a lot more important what Gino thinks than what I think. Did Gino overreact? Mm, yeah, I don't really think so. I mean, he didn't like slug somebody. That would have been no. an overreaction, right? right. He, walked up, he walked up to their huddle and started yelling. And like, yeah, considering talking about someone who's been waiting to get back into the game. How long has Gino been waiting? Right. Like. Actually, I'm glad you said that. It brings me to my second point of this. Uh, as far as Drew Locke coming into it, Drew didn't look bad, but he's also two of six through a couple of wild throws. Now, that's to be yeah. expected to, uh, from a backup quarterback, right, who hasn't played really any any real downs in over a year. Right. But the whole thing with, oh, Drew looked like he should replace Geno. It's like. What are they looking at? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. I like Drew Locke. I like that he's on the team, but Drew Locke is inconsistent. Maybe he's inconsistent because he doesn't get enough reps in real action. I'm sh- that's part of or, it. Or that's not his right? skill set. And, and I think what Shane Waldron did, Shane Waldron is a fantastic offensive coordinator. But what did he do when Drew came into the into the game? He didn't have Drew just drop back like Geno does. And he tried to move him because he's like, right. okay, I've got this backup quarterback. His skill set really is he's pretty athletic and he can move around. If I have him just drop him back and he's having to think about what he's doing, that's probably not his best skill set. Yep. And that's a huge difference between he and Gino. Gino 
is an NFL quarterback. Drew is a backup NFL quarterback because Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. Um, so I, I don't know. People, I hope it's not an African-American versus white thing. Uh, maybe you know, People always love the NFL or always love the backup quarterback anyway. And Drew does have athletic ability more than Gino. And he's got a, a rifle of an arm probably stronger than Gino. When he releases the ball, it's like, that's a bullet. But it's like, that doesn't mean consistently over 17 games he's going to make your offense better because he's not. Gino knows the offense. He uses the offense. His skill set works with the offense. For for some of our of our, of our older or let's say chronologically advantaged listeners, they may recall the name Jared are they Lorenzen. Older than us? I don't think there are human beings no, older than no. us. Oh, close, close. Jared Lorenzen. Jared Lorenzen had a cannon for an arm. Does anybody in their right mind, other than Jared Lorenzen, not even his own family members, did they ever think this guy was an NFL quarterback? I don't think he ever got a chance because of his weight. It was a weight thing. <laughs> there he, are, he's Dan Marino, basically, there are, to me. There are hundreds, literally hundreds of quarterbacks with cannons for arms that have no business playing in the NFL. A lot of them played in the NFL for a while, and then people figured out, oh, they can't play quarterback. All they can do is throw long. That it's a completely different skill set. Being able to throw deep is okay. That's nice. There've been a lot of pro bowlers. There's a lot of Hall of Famers who couldn't throw the ball like really, really deep. Like really, that's what you're going to be worried about. And not, you know, these people who, oh my God, we got to get Drew Lock in because look at how he throws the ball. It's like, yeah, look how he throws the ball and completely misses receivers at times. Yeah, he can throw I'm the not ball deep. Knocking him. That was a great thing about Russell Wilson. To give him some props. He could throw the ball deep, but he had. Uh, a natural touch with those deep passes too that yeah. most people don't have. And Drew Locke can throw it deep, but it doesn't mean he's going to complete the pass to his receiver. Some I mean, his, some I'm of glad he's the backup. He shouldn't be the agreed. starter. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. I'm very glad they have the backup because he gives them a good chance to win if Geno's not in the game. He does not give them in any way the same chance that Geno Smith gives them to win. That's why he's a backup. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen after this year. I mean, if Gino keeps, I mean, he hasn't been hurt. I mean, he, no. he wasn't 100% by the end of that game because of his no. leg. And maybe that held the offense back along with them playing without, I mean, this. I'm not joking about this. Pete Carroll on his radio show on Monday got asked a serious question, which is Ooh. if another offensive lineman had gone out, what would you have done? And he honestly said, we may have had Will Disley play guard because of course, there was nobody else left. left, right? Yeah. And I think they had one guy left. And that's yeah, it. that was me, though. And they were like, we're not putting that guy in. I mean, that guy's like, he only is on the roster. And honestly, why wouldn't you put Will Disley at guard? I mean, well, I mean considering your works. options. But um, but yeah, I, agree. I mean, that's how bad it was, right? It, it's exactly. not like that should never be the thought of a head coach coming into a game. Well, if the, I guess we could put this tight end at guard. It's like that that shouldn't happen. Um, no. But speaking of tight no, ends, Will Disley probably would play really well. But yeah, you shouldn't have to worry about that. But Pete, yeah, hopefully they'll get a bunch of people back after the. But they won't get Abe Lucas back until after the Bengals game because yeah. he has to sit out four games, not four weeks. Right. Um, but Cross could come back. Um, I mean, at this point, dude, I think Bradford should just go over Haynes anyway. No offense to Haynes, but Bradford's just as good and a rookie. That guy should be. And he's a Bradford model. is one of the guys that I thought would be starting after. That's true. You yeah, wrote about that. That's true. That's really true. Yeah. You did say punter, if I remember correctly, though. I did. Um, I did. 
And I guess you just legs, hate like, hate literally. Michael Dixon. I, I don't literally know what it is. Legs. Yeah, I, I think your your direct quote about Michael Dixon was he punts it, but he doesn't punt it at the guy. What's he doing? I was like, I, I don't know. So he does wants to watch Dixon, it bounce inside the five. Does Michael Dixon get enough? I mean, we talk about <laughs> Michael Dixon every once in a while. He gets some notoriety nationally. He's a punter, okay? So you're not going to get a lot of it. Are you talking <laughs> about Michael Dixon, the guy who has the literal all-time leading punt per average or yards per average punt in NFL history? Michael Dixon, right? That's not right. a joke. It is not a joke. He does not get nearly enough recognition or accolades. This guy is ridiculous, in a good way. Speaking <laughs> of ridiculous, oh I, I went. This is where my mind went. Michael Dixon, Australian Margot Robbie actors. While you're talking, Hugh Jackman, which reminded me of how powerful does Taylor Swift have to be where she walks into a stadium. <laughs> With Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, Hugh Jackman, and herself, and nobody talks about the other three. <laughs> Taylor Swift was at that game. Oh, then this guy named Ryan Reynolds, who nobody's heard of, and Hugh Jackman. Right. And it's like, yep. wow, that's the that's that's too much power. I know that I'll probably offend some fans. I, I assume they were there to hype Deadpool three because <laughs> ESPN is owned by Disney, and oh, that's true. That's a Disney film. I and, about that. And I guess they didn't bother hyping that because it's Taylor Swift. Didn't no. the Sunday night football game the week before have their highest ratings ever because Taylor was there? Yeah. And and Travis Kelsey has been well known, but he's not clearly Taylor Swift. I mean, nobody is, right? But and and again, I might offend some listeners. I'm only person listening, so it's fine. Um with this, but Dave Chappelle had this bit several years ago, many years ago where he was talking about Monica Lewinsky and and uh, Bill Clinton. And he said, I never want to be so famous that when somebody goes down on me, they become famous too. And it's like, that's I never want to be so famous as Taylor Swift, where I show up to watch a football game and that person becomes famous. It's like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yep, it's pretty crazy. What, what I think is funny is, is the people who are offended by the attention that Taylor Swift is getting. Like, She's not asking for it. No. Now, I can see complaints about, can we cover the football game instead of cutting back to Taylor Swift applauding? That I get. because That's true. Because I really, and that's just the typical crap that almost all the networks do. It's like, oh, let's hype some show that we're going to have on later. I, I never forget that Fox covering the World Series Missed a play because they That's had to right. show an ad. Like, oh, I thought you, know you were what? talking about the Jimmy Fallon thing. Oh no, not there. There are fever pitch and Drew yeah, Barrymore. There are hundreds of examples of the stupidity, stupidity of this crap that the networks pull. They're like, please cover the sporting event that I tuned in for. You know, show Taylor Swift a few times, fine, but don't miss plays. I'm not saying they missed any plays, but you know, talk about what's going on on the field rather than some celebrity it has nothing to do with Taylor Swift it has to do with the fact that they want to hype crap as opposed to the game that they're allegedly covering. That's the issue for me. It has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. I do the, the audio fix, the music site for fan sided as well. And I've written, That's and fixed. I've mentioned this PH. before. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I didn't. Who knows why that's the name? It no, I'm just letting people know. Just because if you look, but for I'm glad you did. Audio fix is like me. you ain't gonna find it. You gotta look for PHIX. That's where the, that's, right. that's where it's happening, bro. That's right. It's, it's actually short for audio fixation, which I I think. Actually, I don't even. I just ad lib that. that now audio, it makes sense. Now audio, the name makes audio sense. Audio erotic fixation. What? I you know. So Ooh. Taylor Swift. Um, I have written three. That was a bad segue and not intended. But it totally was. So, but I've written three articles about Taylor Swift in the last uh, three weeks, and they've gotten the highest views on on the site by like a uh, a lot, right? Yeah. And and none of them were like, oh, and this goes back to the same thing you were saying about them broadcasting. I do it because why? Because people are going to look at it because it's going to be views. I don't feel good about it. But also can't not write about it because it's freaking Taylor Swift. Can you change the name of the site to Taylor Swift Fix? I've thought about that. No, yeah. I mean, that's that's. I, I don't uh, want so much money rolling in. Is the issue? That's your you path know? to the gold mine, my friend. Exactly. Actually, we should change the name of Twelve Man Rising. TaylorSwiftRising.com. <laughs> I did write a Taylor article about. I saw. It. I don't remember why though. I refuse to read it, it, it made, but it I saw sense. apparently yeah. some coach with the Seahawks is upset. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor Carl, Carl uh, Smith, the uh, Carl. Yeah, associate head coach wore a, a Taylor Swift. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, that's kind of a funny little thing. I'll, like I'll write about taters. that. You like taters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is older, but um, <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton is. So, uh, <laughs> but, well, yeah, I, I wrote about that, but th- that didn't get so many views. And And to be honest, I was like, well, that's that's good. I'm glad to hear that. That yeah, if it had gotten a hundred thousand views, I would have been like, effort. We're gonna have to write about Taylor Swift from now on. It's like make sure you mention a Seahawks player in every article, but it's really about Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, it's just I mean, and maybe <laughs> uh, maybe the, the the views on Audio Fix are a little bit low, you know, comparatively and comparatively anyway, and maybe it's because and and I can look at like via real time like who's viewing what and i, I look at real time when i post a taylor swift article you zooming in I'm zooming in on on her pretty blue eyes and and see like oh it's getting this many over the last 30 minutes and shows me exactly where it like Iceland. where in the world people are viewing this and it's uh, most of them are kansas city area and it's like because i and and so that tells me i'm hoping yeah. that it's not the taylor swift effect it's me mentioning Kansas City Chiefs on that music site because I always oh. tag them too. That would make sense. Um, I would, and that's my hope. In re, in reality, it's probably just mentioning Taylor Swift. Yeah, you hang on to that, hope, buddy. Yeah, you hang on to it. Which, or maybe Travis Kelsey is actually globally more powerful than Taylor Swift, and he just doesn't know it. It's that damned podcast he does with everybody's and their brother has a stupid podcast yeah, with a stupid brother. Stupid podcast. Stupid I, I really think our podcast, podcast should be outlawed. My own opinion. Speaking of of Kevin McCarthy, um, <laughs> I, I like how he's uh, he's like upset. And they talked about this on MSNBC, um, which is it's funny, you know. After he gets kicked out, um, they blame the Democrats. Like the Democrats didn't bring it up. You you passed this stupid rule where one person asked for a call on this 
Speaker of the House, and that has and, to be voted and it, on. And that rule is his fault because that was he sold exactly. He sold his future to get in for. He had yep. to know that he would not serve out the, the full term by Yet. by letting one person call that vote. of his that's own. His fault. That's the that's thing. His fault. It's, it's right. Of his own party, and they did it because they're. And then it's like, oh, the Democrats didn't vote. The Democrats aren't going to save your ass. What have you done for you? They right. have no reason to save you. I was like, good yeah. luck, dude. Yeah. Why would they? So now it's it's in utter chaos in, in the U.S. House. And even even Republican senators have said, like, what are you idiots doing? <laughs> Which is pretty bad when Mitch McConnell is is chiding fellow Republicans for their yeah. stupidity. Because it's, it's amazing that he's conscious to even do that. So it's probably some sports. Well, in that brief moment of levity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he did mention Tip O'Neill. I'm just saying, but um. <laughs> so it'll it'll be humorous to see uh, how they are going to manage to not. I'm guessing Steve Scalise probably will wind up getting the nod. Hopefully not Jim Jordan, although that would be <sighs> perfection. But uh, you know he's going to have the same issues. Any anyone who takes that job is going to have the same issues because they're not insane Did you enough. Say Jim Jones might as well be right. Yeah. Uh, David Koresh, the new Speaker of the House. <laughs> Close. Yeah, they're not going to be insane enough to cater to the whims of of the right wing lunatics that are on the fringe of the Republican. Well, I don't know if they're on the fringe of the Republican Party. In some ways, they're the mainstream of the Republican Party because they're so utterly insane in, That's in what so they want. Silly, they have that much power. It's so, so ridiculous. So, so fun that November 17th, probably we're going to have a government shutdown because the hardliners will probably get their way this time. Or, you know, if Scalise says, OK, we got a compromise, <gasps> little Matty Gates will get will jump up and say, oh, we don't like you. And then we're going to vote him out. Yeah. It's like, Good job. Good yep. job, Republicans. And one of them said one of the Republicans who voted to oust McCarthy says, oh, yeah, he said something to me about my religion. Like. You liar. You just stopped lying. I'm sure I'm sure he did. Of course he, he did. That's ridiculous. Golly. Yeah. Anyway. Up with. Anyway, yes, indeed. My point in saying all that is that when we get our uh, passports, we might just be moving in with you uh, next year. So. That's cool. And we can do the show live in person. instead of Because actually, for those Old listening, school. we don't do this at the same time. I'm recording my part, and then three hours later, Todd is doing his part, and I'm trying to fit it in. That's why it so, sounds so weird and unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of unprofessional, I have made pizza dough before. It wasn't that I, good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I've, I've it was when, when uh, Virginia, I can mention, oh, yeah. the state of Virginia, uh, made the, the pizza dough. They, yeah, they did exactly. a good job. When I made mine, it was a little too salty. It was, oh, uh, I know. Archie Bunker. I know your secret ingredient there. The uh, Archie Bunker pizza dough that I made. Um, I'm not overly salty. I really, it's <laughs> not going down the road. <laughs> Please don't. Wanna... don't. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, let's say three Hail Marys and, and, and four pizza dough. I also don't want to know how you know that. So, um. <laughs> It's a, now I'm thinking of the cream pie episode from It's Always Sunny where they're oh, totally misunderstanding. Can we go to our Rob Gordon's? Can we go to our Rob Gordon's? I'm 
purposely talking over you as much as I can. No, no, no. It's it's funny because there's a whole misunderstanding because they're like, I, have you not tasted yours? And they're talking about cream pies. Real cream. Anyway, it's funny. Mm. So, our Rob Gordon's this week today, Todd, this week, today, this year, 5,000 years ago, today are what? The five What's best. beeping? Is that me beeping? Are you Intimate. beeping? It's not me beeping. I hear do-do-do-do. Nope. Maybe it's Skype. The five best individual pizza toppings that does not include any cheeses nor any sauce. I do have a cheese on mine. I know, I know you <gasps> said that, but I've got a mother che- of got God, a cheese what is for a reason. How much cheese yeah, it is makes too sense. much cheese for a date? Depending on what the cheese is, and I have a feeling I know what the cheese is. But anyway, oh, are yours in order? Because mine are in order. I know what the cheese is. Because I demand order. That cheese on your neck. What's that from? That's <laughs> right. Let's just stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's from like a TV show or a movie. What is that, though? I don't, oh, your cheese. I don't want to know. <laughs> um yeah start crying now so i i have most of mine to be honest are because i like them i've tried lots of different pizza toppings yes um and but i they're pretty basic and because i i just like them there are two that maybe yeah, aren't let's, well, rephrase, let's let me rephrase that five favorite our five favorite pizza not best because no, we need to redo it then i have no, anchovies okay. back on <laughs> all right Number five for me. And there's no order, no order for this because oh I guess there could be like if your number one was like this has to be on every pizza that I have. Is that what we're doing? Or are we just naming the five? Well mine is an order, although not because it has to be on every pizza, it's just I would like it to be on a pizza that I have. Every pizza? Sometimes I would appreciate it. I'm gonna it put the question to you again, sir. Um okay. every pizza, cheese on the neck. Cheese on the neck. I have had pizza without cheese. I have too. Which is not mm, disappointing. Yeah. I had it at school every Friday <laughs> for three years. No, 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 no. I have had pizza without cheese at school, though, like once. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is tomato bread. What are you doing here? <laughs> it's pretty anyway. much tomato bread. Yeah. Awful. Here's the pizza. There's no cheese and no sauce and no toppings. Oh, thanks for the bread. <laughs> That's called non. Um, <laughs> number five for me, because we got to get started at some point. Number five mm. for me is roasted garlic. It's imperative that it is roasted before it's placed on the pizza. Some places put raw garlic on the pizza. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, no, it does not. It is not the same thing. It's still basically raw garlic if you don't roast it first. Roasted garlic is sweet. It caram- it's caramelized. It's lovely. Raw garlic is okay, but it's a totally different thing. And, by the way, one restaurant, which will go nameless because I can't remember the name of it, they have garlic knots, and they think, oh, they're so great. And they put a ton of garlic, and it's raw. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? I don't dislike garlic, um, but I do prefer, like you, for it to be cooked. Um, some things are raw, some are better, and some things are cooked that are better, and uh, like cheese on one's neck. Um, but I do uh, prefer – I like roasted garlic on a pizza, but it doesn't have to be on everyone. So I'll start with the uh, my number five, I guess, is mozzarella, but it's not the mozzarella that covers the entire uh, pizza, pizza pie, as we should say if we're in Chicago. It's more the little cutout yes. pieces of mozzarella, yes. and that's why I, I have it. I, I knew, so there's a I cheese base that's where you're there. going. Yeah, yeah, I knew where you were going when you said it's a particular cut, because that is different. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that's actually like a top because you've got the that's a top cheese yeah. base, and then yep, you've yep. got mozzarella. Give the little top. little pearls of beautiful mozzarella, and you bite into it, and it goes like cheese on your neck. Yeah. And I do uh, love me some cheese on the neck. My number four is also roasted. These are roasted red peppers. Now, red peppers, if you put them on raw on a pizza, it's okay. But a raw you, pizza? That's disgusting. If you hey, did, you never have pizza in school because so. Again, roast the red peppers, it sweetens the red peppers, then put the roasted red peppers on the pizza. It improves the flavor overall. So roasted red peppers is my number four. I uh, didn't eat much of the school lunch, actually. I ate lunch that was in my Star Wars lunchbox or whatever, but I, I didn't have a lot of... Uh, I didn't, I didn't buy choice. my lunch at, at school very Good often. Choice. Probably had a lot of bologna sandwiches. But... Better than what you would have gotten in school. That's a long time ago. Honestly, don't remember what I ate for, but I believe bologna sandwiches or peanut butter and jelly were part of that. Um, still like peanut butter and jelly, just don't have it very much. Number four for me is uh, tortilla chips. Like again, they have to be cooked and crispy. Tortilla chips. It's like a, I don't know if you've ever had a taco pizza, no. uh, but it's it's that. But I don't like all like I don't like lettuce and I don't have arugula or spinach or anything on on my toppings. I just don't like. I love spinach. I don't like cooked it's kind of the opposite of the garlic part um mm. but tortilla chips just add a i love crunchy stuff and it just adds a bit of crunchiness to the pizza crunchy. crunchy unless the pizza is aged and it's all crunchy which is fine true that my number three as opposed to the roasted roasted is fresh mushrooms canned mushrooms are an abomination are in horrible. the eye of god if you go to you'll know Immediately, if you order a pizza with mushrooms, you'll know this if they're rubbery. fresh. Yeah, it's like, mm, like literally, it's rubber. It's horrible. Yeah. Fresh, fresh mushrooms. I don't, I don't like mushrooms on pizza. I don't dislike mushrooms. Oh, um, but I, uh, I, I don't know what it is. Um, but and I've had, and there's a place, you know, where we've both lived called Big Ed's Pizza, which is world famous fantastic pizza rightly so rightly but, so well their mushroom they may have changed it now this was years ago they actually had mushroom on a pizza but it was a canned mushroom and you could tell like the pizza was great and then you have this rubbery mushroom on it and it's like this is disgusting but the texture is awful the taste is bad and yeah never you know canned mushrooms why are people why do people buy canned mushrooms it makes no sense uh I'm number three i think you're number three yes is and this is raw. I don't like it. I mean, I like them cooked, but I like them raw on a pizza, which mm-hmm, is just mm-hmm. a red, a, a, a red onion. Almost went something else there. A red <laughs> onion. <laughs> no, I mean, I almost made a joke. But um, yeah, I know. Red did. onion, but not cooked, just raw. As usual in our show, you almost made a joke. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting after all these years to make a legally bound joke on this show. Uh, I that would not make my top five, but totally agree. Red onion, like not pre-cooked, but red onion. Same thing as the fresh mushrooms. Don't pre-cook them; just put them on. Red onion, much better than than the Spanish onion or the white onion on pizza. Totally What's agree. Spanish onion, and just the yellow onion, is basically. Just another term. Like for a you. sweet onion. A standard. No, the white the onions thing? are the sweet onions, and the 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 yellow ones are normal onions that are that have a little bit of bite to them. To me, Red the onions sweet are onions are the normal ones. What am I? What am I thinking? You're in the of? south. I forget. You're That's in the true. south. Medelli onions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, they bring you an onion every morning when you live in the south, and it's a Valdez. I mean, straight from Georgia. 
Here's your, here's your onion. And you put it with the, all the un- other onions. Yeah. Like, where my, all those stink bugs go on their back there with onions? <laughs> my, my number two is pepperoni. And the preferred, for me, the preferred version of pepperoni is not the slices, but the small, small cubes, which the only place I've seen at, is at a hmm. place called Sir Pizza, which is a chain, but I always went to the one in Key Biscayne where I grew up in high school years. So the small cubes of pepperoni, because it just kind of, it kind of, to me, it kind of intensifies the flavor of the pepperoni. But if you get the slices, that's fine. And obviously there's different qualities of pepperoni, but pepperoni is my number two. Yeah, it's, it's my number two, too, but it's the really big ones. And they need to be crisp, like not. Yes. They need to be really crisp. Yes, it's important. If the, the crisp, I, I like the little cubes because the, the diced pepperoni and it probably. Mm, like the saltiness of the crispiness is very helpful, I think. Oh, my God. You went there again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if the pepperoni is crisp. Much better than if it's just kind of limp. I think anyone can, uh, everyone would agree to that. My number one, and I purposely went first because I want, I want the listeners to be able, I want you to be able to cleanse their palate after they hear my number one because my mom, my <laughs> number one is anchovies. Oh my god! Yeah, anchovies. I actually went to a a uh, Italian restaurant in Oak Ridge, which is no longer there, which makes me sad because it was a really good restaurant, <clears throat> and they had really good pizza and asked for anchovies on the pizza and they brought them on the they brought them on the i actually no they they put them on on the pizza but they were like literally i counted them this was a medium pizza there were five anchovies on the pizza that's it so i asked if like fresh caught like still moving i might as well have been so i asked more anchovies and they just brought them in a little cup on the side (laughs) that's weird (laughs) it's like yeah they just brought you the can i mean it's like if you order anchovies on a pizza why would you just like i mean as if you ordered a pepperoni pizza it's like okay there's five slices it's like there's pepperoni on it what more could you want it's like what are you doing is it that was the only time they'd ever done it though the saltiness of the anchovies is that it's what the you saltiness. Like? it's the saltiness of the anchovies and the call of the sea i mean immediately i think of hemingway and i just anyway I think um of anchovies and i think of all those plus it pisses off my daughter because she Hates anchovies. Think of all yeah. those mammals and and fish that are go every year to just the southwest of Alaska to catch them all. Um, hey, by the way, the salmon run is starting, and uh, we're gonna go either this weekend or next weekend because there are two good observation points, like literally within, I have to say, kilometers of where I am, where you can stand there with the bears and and hold your net and out and watch and watch the salmon jump. And my significant other and I were talking about this, and we both made the same. This is this is why we knew we should be together. We both made the same gesture of lunging forward and biting as <laughs> we're catching the salmon, and then we both shook our heads. So, <laughs> like a bear. Like a bear. Yes. That's so, funny. So yeah, I don't know what is wrong with us, but it's the same thing, which makes it nice. You're it number pretty one. Pretty impressive, though, that they catch the. One. Cleanse the palate. Cleanse the palate for our listeners. Oh, them. no, mine is just the basic one. It's it's not sausage necessarily. It's Italian sausage specifically. Ah, I, I excellent, excellent. Well, I almost had meatballs on mine, but I, I do like meatballs. I almost, went, pizza, but... I almost went with sausage, but same thing. It's got to be Italian sausage. Got 
Gotta be Italian. Can't Bob Evans breakfast sausage down on the farm because I don't. <laughs> you imagine like Bob Evans sausage links on a pizza? I actually think I'll try that sometime. Yeah, just people would look at visually it. Visually, hell is wrong with you? And I'll put pineapple on it too because let's just go for it. I don't see. I'm not a big Hawaiian pizza, and it's because of the it's everything still has to be. I mean, I guess the onions are not cold, but I, I don't like anything cold. Or, and I don't like cooked pineapple. I feel like it's unfair to the fruit. It's kind of, you know, beastly. <laughs> so you don't like pineapple upside down cake either? Is it cooked in the pineapple cake? Yeah, of course it's cooked. Well, it's is baked. Is it the cake? Well, the, the cake is baked. Yeah, and the pineapple is part of it. So I don't I don't like pineapple. I thought they stuffed it with, with their little Bangladeshi fingers. I thought they, they were do. all Bangladeshi. They do. Um... I don't know I know. why I said Bangladesh. I know. Um, um, I have to tell you something funny after the podcast. Oh, done. okay. The good but, coming up then. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Why are you the worst? Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.